It's already. All right. I got nerve shop. Today's Davos Dav Kovov, page 106. Nehilgim Sachas Bavakama, Peraka Geisel Eitzim. And we are on Dav Kovov, page 106, and we are up to the very top line, Vaha Omar Ilfa. All right. Now we're going to be spending a little bit of time challenging the statement of Rav Sheshes, and the, today's daf as well is going to focus primarily on the halachas of a uh, watcher who denies that they currently have the object. Okay, so Rav Sheshes taught us yesterday that as soon as the watcher, the one who the object is deposited by, denies that they have it, they acquire it, meaning they take over all responsibilities of it like a thief. That was Rav Sheshis's question. As soon as the watcher, as soon as the watchman denies having it, he now takes responsibility. It's his. Says the Gemara, here, we, let's go to challenge this. Valmar Ofa, but Ofa says, one second, Shvua it's not when he denies, it's when he takes an oath after the denial he comes to Bezin and takes an oath that he didn't take anything, and, that, and that, I'm sorry that nothing was deposited by him. That's when he makes the acquisition. Just denial is not enough to give him an acquisition. Answers the Gemara. Okay, the same answer we gave um, on uh, on Daf Kofei, and that is, it's not in his possession right now at the time that he says it's not his. Since it's not in his possession, he can't acquire it, but only once he takes an oath then do we say he mamish he, he mamish takes over or or if you want you could say what does it mean that the oath gives him an acquisition it means like Ravuna the Ravuna says in the name of Rav you have something of yours in my hand Mana li I have a mana in. Uh, I have a mana in your hand. Vahala oimer in lecha biyadi viachagach boedim. He says no. You a vinish money swears. He says no. I don't have anything. Vinish money swears. Vachach boedim. And then Adam afterwards show up. Put three spots. Shemar it says vlakach bala vlayishalim. The owner takes it and he he doesn't pay. Keep on shekibul abaylim shvua. Once the bailim accepts upon himself a shvua shuvin mishalim mamen. That's when he no longer has to pay money. So what he means, what Ofa means is, as soon as he takes an oath, that's that he's never going to pay at all. That's where he takes responsibility. But until he takes the actual oath, just denying that he has it may not be considered a theft. You know what it might be considered? I don't have it right now. I don't have it right now. I'm trying to kind of save face short term, but not necessarily. We're going to put put him under the. Uh, put him into the category of being a thief. Okay, bottom line is, we started out with a question. Again, let's let's hazard this over. Let's review this. Rav Sheshe said that as soon as he denies it, he acquires it. Ilfa says, one second, it's not when you deny it, it's when you take an oath. Sigumara says, Ilfa really, uh, that the truth is, there's no real machlekes over here. And everybody will agree that the the person who's denying only gets complete ownership after he takes uh, after he takes an oath, but as far as being responsible, if any issue comes up, that's where Rav Sheshes was saying not the Imam should have a full fledged acquisition, but you're already starting to be responsible on the object. Gufa piece of a previously quoted statement. says if somebody says you have a, I have a mana in your 
hand. And the guy, the defendant says, No, you don't. And Ishban, he swears falsely, you bow Adim. And then Adim come and say that he was a liar, a putter, he's not responsible. Once the owner uh, got the Shuos, so he no longer has to pay money. Now, says the Gemara, what's going on here? This whole statement making sense only applies to Alva, it only applies to a loan. Delight Sonidna. Because a loan is meant to be used. What does this mean? If you lend me, there's a famous Jewish joke. Famous Jewish joke, right? This guy goes, a Jewish guy walks into a bank in Manhattan and he says he wants to borrow $5,000 and they say we need a collateral. So he gives them his Rolls Royce. Uh, He gives the bank in middle Manhattan a Rolls Royce and they say, okay, it's going to be 3% interest whatever it is, and, you know, uh, for he says, I'll pay it back in full in two weeks. Comes back two weeks later, and he gives him back the same $5,000. They say, they, they notice it's tied up the same way, it's bundled the same way. $50, 100 bills, Bamish, right there. Said the, the, you know, the person at the bank says, you didn't even use the money. He says, I know, but where else could you find parking in Manhattan for two weeks for a couple hundred bucks, right? So, you know, he gives them his uh, he gives them his car to have uh, parking for you know a good price on parking, and he give back the same money. But in general, if I borrow five thousand dollars, it's because I need the money now. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna use it. A loan is meant to be lightsun. Mobile lightsun, not mobile. A loan lightsun is meant to be used, which means you're not expecting back the same exact money. You're expecting back different money. So th- this is what it means: the lakach by love, the loyishalim. And the owner takes it. Vilayishale means your mamish potter. Avo by pikadon. When you're referring to, uh, when you're, when you're referring to something which is deposited by me, you expect that very same item back. So what does it mean vilayishale? In bershusei demarika, it's it's remaining in the possession of the owner. Vilaykim, and which is an expression of, and I'm confident by the name of Hashem. Amar Rav, I feel bepikadon. Rav said the lacha applies whether or not. Um, whether or not you, uh, um, it's uh, a loan, or whether it's a deposit, the chik siv kra, but bekadon siv. And this pasuk is written by uh, this pasuk is written by bekadon. It's written by a deposit. Okay, which means once we have a psak that this guy is potter, once we have a psak that he's potter, the halacha is it's a closed case. It's it's a closed case. It the 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 whole. The whole case is closed. And there's not going to be a responsibility to pay. Yosef was sitting and telling this over. asked the question on Rav Nachman. If I say to a shaymer, if I say to a watcher, where is my He says it was lost. He says, well, I swear. And he says, I swear. And he says, no problem. I'll swear. I'll swear to you it was lost and I'm not responsible. And then after he swears, witnesses come and testify that he used whatever was deposited by him. The law is, and he's got to pay back whatever was deposited by him. But if he admits, after he swears falsely that actually, you know, the guy was right in his original claim, he's going to have to pay 
both the principal plus the fifth plus the additional amount. Says the Gemara, so what do you see? Even after you 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 had a completed deal over here, even even after it was a done deal, you still see you know, we, we're still going to obligate the the shimer. We're still going to obligate the watcher, and we don't say that the deal's closed as soon as he takes his oath. In the cases where he swore outside of Bezin, so it never actually was a closed, never was a closed deal. There was never a final psak, a ruling in Bezdin. Omar Lace, he says back to him, again, right, remember we're in the middle of like a, a story because Rav Nachman was sitting and, and teaching this over and Rav Achabar Benyuni was asking a question on him. So, so Rav Nachman responds to Rav Achabar Benyuni, I'll tell you the case. The case is where he never, they never had a psak Bezdin. It says, Omar Lace says to me, Yachi, I'm a seifa. If that's true, say the seifa. He says, "Where's my pikdun?" Rabbi Nigna says, "Was stolen." And he says, "Swear." The Amar Rami says, "No problem." Then witnesses show up and they say, "Yeah, Taka, he used it up. He stole it." Mishalim, Tashlumi Kefel, he's going to have to pay double. So that we have a psak over there. What if he admits on his own? He's going to pay the principal plus a fifth plus the asham carbon. If nothing's happening in Bezdin, one second. Who obligates the double payment on a thief? Bezdin. So if we're, but, but it says Rav Achabram and Yuni to Rav Nachman, <clears throat> according to you, we're explaining this case that we're dealing with outside of Bezdin. How can uh, we obligate the guy in Kefal? With a double payment, double payment is a bezdin ruling. Mi ika kefo. Is there going to be a double rule, a double payment over here? Amalei. <clears throat> so he said back. You should know. I could answer you that the beginning of the Mishnah was talking about outside of bezdin, and the case of kefel is inside of bezdin. However, first of all, I can give you that answer, but it's not a great answer, so I'm not going to do that. But I'll tell you like this. I'll give you a better answer. E-D-V-E-D Bebezdin. Both are dealing with Apsak Bezdin. V'laikasha kan bekafatz kan bishalaikafatz. Excuse me. In the first case, we're dealing with kafatz. What does kafatz mean? The watchman, as soon as he realized he was busted, he jumped. That's what kafatz means. He jumped. What do you mean he jumped? He jumped up and he's like, all right, I admit. He realized he's busted, but the Bezdin didn't really give a ruling on it. So he jumps up and he he um, obligated before before there was a, a Bezdin uh, created the oath. But Kambishalaikavas, the other ones where he, he, he didn't jump and he, um, I'm sorry. The, one case is where the, uh, the one challenging the watchman, the, the owner of the item, went ahead of Bezdin to obligate the, the Shavuah. Another one is where he didn't obligate the Shavuah. Meaning if Bezdin obligated the Shavuah, then you're right. It's a done deal and we don't go back. But if it's the owner that jumps ahead of Bezdin to obligate the Shavuah, then Taka will say that it is not considered a done deal because it's it's a Shavuah that took place through the um, the litigant of the of the case and and um, and not the bezin themselves. Okay. Says the Gemara Vaita. Says the Gemara further. Masiv Rava. Rava asked a challenging question. Balabai Shaton Tainas Ganov Okay, remember what's Tain Tainas Ganov? 
Kaitan is God of means, I'm a watchman, and you come to me and say, I want my stuff back, and I say, stolen. So I am towing, I claim the Tainas Ganav. I claim theft. But the truth is that I stole it. So if you have a watchman who claims that it was stolen, Vinishbani swears, Vahid, and then admits that he actually took it, it was never stolen. Uvo Adam, then witnesses come and testify to that sort after he already admitted. Then he's going to have to pay back double because he is a doubled over, he, he's a, an established thief. He's going to have to pay back double. So you're not just the principal plus a fifth, you're paying back double, plus you're going to bring a sacrifice for swearing falsely. This is not possible to say this took place outside of Bezden, because we're dealing with, uh, we're dealing with Kefo. Now, the Gabaras here is asking a question because even though we're dealing with the case of Bezdin and because we're dealing with a double payment, so it's got to be dealing with a, a Bezdin payment, the Brysa still says that no matter what, you're paying the Karen. You're paying the principal. So what does Rav mean that he's completely off the hook once he took an oath and, and there's the Psak? Alama Rava, Rava says like this. He says that you're right. What it means is, call a hayda laishna tayintanas abed laishna tayintanas ganav layamarav de haksiv vehisvada de baishlume karen chaimesh karen vechaimesh. He says, when the watchman admits, when he's maida. So then it doesn't make a difference if he originally claimed that it was stolen, whether he originally claimed it was lost. Rav doesn't say he's off the hook from paying. Why? Because he admitted. And whenever you admit, you're going to pay the principal and a fifth. And I'll tell you something. Even in a case where the watchman initially claimed that it was stolen and then witnesses come, also we're going to say he needs to pay. Because the Torah says, by a when somebody claims it was stolen, you do pay back double. So in any one of those scenarios, in any of those scenarios, certainly the watchman is going to end up paying at least the principal. Kika Amar, where does Rav say that once the watchman took an oath, he no longer makes any payment? Kigain, for example, Shetayantainas Avad Vinishpa. He come, we come to the watchman, we say, return what we deposited by you. And he says, it was stolen. We say, swear. And he swears. Now, he's a liar. But he does swear. And he didn't admit that he lied. And witnesses come. So when he had says that it was lost, that's where Rav could say... That once he takes the oath, he's not responsible for the payment. Now, you might say, what's the difference between the custodian, uh, the the you know the custodian, the watchman, saying uh, claiming it was lost or claiming it was stolen? Why, when he claims it was stolen and then he's busted, is he going to pay? But when he claims it was lost, you don't need to pay. Well, says the Gemara, 
there's no verse in the Torah telling me about a tayin tayna zavad. So there's just no source to tell me otherwise. Memela, therefore, Rav has a case he could squeeze himself into when he says that once you take an oath, there's no principal payment. Again, when the custodian, when the watchman says it was lost. Even afterwards, he's uh, uh, turned out that it was false. Doesn't matter. Also, Rav Gamda, Rav Gamda went and told this over in front of Ravashi. Ravashi said, Hashto Ma Rav Amnunu to be the Rav, Rav, Rav Amnunu, who was a student of Rav. So he knew Rav very well, and he knew that Rav was given a case where the guy was the guy admitted to Kamaisiv Haida and he challenged from a case of admitting He says like this, he says, you know, you want to squeeze Rav into a case of Maida of Tayantinus Avad, where he claimed that it was lost. He says, I don't like it, and I'll tell you why. Because Rav Amnuna didn't interpret Rav like that, and he was a prime disciple. So you want to squeeze uh, you want to squeeze yourself into this Rava. Rava's going to give an answer of squeezing in Taintanus Avad, claiming it was lost. It says that the closest students of Rav didn't uh, explain it like that. Omar Le Ravacha Sabala Ravashi, Ravacha Shaba said to Ravashi, he says, No, 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 no. Ravamnuna Hachi Kalkashale. That he says that this is actually what Ravamnuna was bothered by when he asked Rav. Okay? Um when he asked the Rav. Now, let's turn to the top of Kovav Omer Beis. Now, if you're going to say the cases where he swore falsely, and then Edom come, then you're going to be responsible unto Lachi because of this. This is why we say he's obligated a carbon, a sacrifice for the for the Shavuah Basraisa, for a second oath. Now, if we don't know what's going on over here, that's okay. We'll hold on. I hope we'll hold on for a second. And I'll explain in a moment. It's because he can go back and and uh, admit in the meantime. You're going to tell me when Adam comes Potter from paying. You're going to find the situation where witnesses come. He doesn't have to pay. Bottom line is now he didn't admit. Okay. Now what are we talking about over here? So this is interesting. So again, similar to yesterday, we need background. So the background works as follows. Somebody comes to a watchman and they say, I got something by you. And he says, no, you don't. I say, swear. He swears. Okay. Then there's a, we come back and claim against him again. And we do this five times. Does he have to pay an additional fifth for each false oath? It turns out after five claims and five oaths, he's finally busted, either with witnesses, whatever. Does he have to pay five fifths or not? So says the Gemara, says the Gemara, it'll depend. What does it depend on? It's going to depend on if each denial, you could say, would have removed the principal payment. Then you could add a fifth to each denial. Because each denial is a denial of a monetary payment. And whenever you deny a monetary, an, an obligatory monetary payment, 
you're going to have to add a fifth. But if each denial does is not getting rid of a monetary payment, then you don't add a fifth, add a fifth each time. So now let's go through it. Let's go through the case. Here we go. Says the Gemara, the, here's the logic. Reuven is a watchman. We come to Reuven, you say, we deposited by you. He says, no. Take an oath. Takes an oath. Fine. Now he's not busted yet. Next. We come back and make the same claim against him again. A new thing, a new claim against him. And he says, we say swear. He swears. And he's not busted yet. Do we add on that second time? Now, let's say he does it five times. But do we add on the second time an additional, uh, are we obligating a fifth for each time? Yes or no? So, let's say like this. Since he could have, since we had the possibility of him admitting after he swore falsely the first time, that would have obligated him. So now when he's denying it a second time, since an admittance in the meantime would have obligated him, we could view each denial as if it's a denial of the principal payment. And since each oath is considered a denial of the principal payment, we're going to have to keep adding on uh, we're going to be al- we're going to be able to add on a fifth each uh, to each shvua to each uh, false uh, to each false oath. Somebody claims that the deposit was stolen. Since when he steals and he pays double, and when somebody claims that it was stolen, he pays back double. Just like a ganav pays double, he pays back four or five times the amount. Same thing would hold true by Okay, if you give me a deposit of an ox, excuse me. And I claim it was stolen, and the Misa, it wasn't. I'm stealing it, and then I shecht it or sell it. I should be obligated to pay back four or five times the amount. Says the Gemara. Okay, so in other words, the same way when I claim it was stolen, the same way when when it's um, um, when I actually steal it, I pay back double. So too, if I claim it was stolen, I pay back double. In the same way, if I actually steal and shecht it or sell it, I pay back four or five times. So do if I claim that it was stolen, I also pay back four or five times. Now, says the Gemara, why? Why are you connecting the cases? Malaganov, she came to Shamda Shuba, Says, one second, when you steal something and then you're busted, you're going to pay double even if you haven't yet taken an oath. By the only time you pay back double is when you swear falsely. So you can't just say the two of them, the two halachas uh, fall you know, line up well with each other. Amri, they said, "Hakeshihi ve'ein mashivin al hakesha." He says, "You're right. You want to you want to say the two aren't exactly the same. I'll agree with you. But bottom line is, there's a hakesh between the two. Uh, what we call a um, a uh, um, when the Torah writes two halachas either side by side or within each other, then you can't separate the two." Hence, if the Torah tells you, the Torah tells you. Logic isn't going to dictate anything else. 
fine. I get it if you're going to say there's taka hekish here, and part of the pasuk is dealing with an actual ganav. Once talking about a claim of a ganav, this is all good. Ella, but. According to the opinion that says both verses are dealing with somebody who claims that it was stolen, a watchman who claims it was stolen, there's no heckish. What are you going to say? And, it, and since there's no heckish, you could ask on the comparison of halachas. Amri, they said, we learned it out from the extra hay. Bottom line is, we're learning it out from either a heckish or the extra hay in the Torah, and any logic now is not going to come and dictate otherwise. So, the halachas of an actual thief and the halachas of one who claims that it was stolen are going to line up. I give you my axe, and then I say, hey, buddy, where's my axe? And you say, nignav, you say, it was stolen. I say, what? Mashpiachani, swear about that. And you say, sure. And then the witnesses testify that you took the axe, you have to pay back double. One second. If you ate my ox, what does that mean? Not only did you steal it, you also slaughtered it. Why do you say you pay back double? That seems to imply you're only paying back double. You're not paying back four or five times the amount. It says, You're The guy ate non kosher meat. He took the ox, the ox died, he ate from that, but maybe he never shechted it. And that's why you're paying back double. Says the Gemara of Ulishani Lake, Why'd you say that it was a Vela where it died without Shechita? Maybe tell me that, you know, it was it was a Trefa. Because the mayor holds, even if it's a Trefa with a hole in the lungs, it's still called the slaughtering, and you'd still pay back four or five times the amount. Why didn't he answer him that we're dealing with a Ben Pekua? Ben Pekua doesn't need Shechita. Ben Pekua is if you shecht a cow, and then after the uh, and then after you slaughter the cow, it gives birth. That baby is called a Ben Pekua. It's considered slaughter. Halacha lemaisa, practical halacha is you could just kill that animal if you want the meat. You don't need to shecht it properly. So why didn't we give that? Why why didn't we give this as the case? And we'll say, I come to you. I say you have my cow. You say no, you don't. No, I don't. I say swear, swear, and then you ate. You pay back double. So he asked, "Ah, right, what do you mean? If he ate it, he must have shechted it." Says the Gemara. The Gemara could have said, "No, it was a ben pakua. So he never shechted it." So why didn't we give that as the answer? Because the disagrees with that halacha that we just stated. The mayor holds that even a ben pakua needs to be slaughtered. Now, why didn't we give an answer of where he stood in judgment and the court says to go pay and then he shechs the animal? So over there, there's no chiv of dalit vehei. Why? says Once Bezin says, go pay him for it, it becomes your ox. My time. Right? Chayav, my timer, kol kamed leipsika leimilsa akati ganavu. See if there's no psak bez, then you're gonna have to pay back four or five. If there's a psak bez, you don't pay it back four or five times. So why don't we just? Why, uh, why didn't we just say the cases of bezin is seitain lay? Go give it to him, and that's an easy case if we're only gonna pay double. I mean, they said l'tamech according to you lishni leibeshutav sertabach leimidas chaverai. He could have also answered with them with partners, where one partner shechted it without the without the other partners. Uh, agreement and um, 
you're not going to have to pay dalit uh, vehe because really it's uh, you know you have uh, partial ownership. You could have answered that as well. You're right. There was a few possible answers that he could have questioned from, but he chose to question it from. Uh, he chose to question it from this uh, this specific place. But you're right. It could be um, that that could have been the case, which was mentioned. Uh, I'm trying to think if this is a good stopping point. Tomorrow's daf is short. Um, let's go a little weiter. Let's go a little weiter. We're going to try to get a little bit uh, closer to the bottom. Uh, we have uh, it's one more short Gemara. Let's go one more short Gemara, then we'll pick up with Vamar Rechia Barab. Okay, we'll stop three lines from the bottom. Somebody claims it was stolen by a lost object. So I find something, and then I put up signs that I found it, and the owner comes. I'm like, oh, buddy, sorry, gone. Mishanta Shumi gave you a payback double. Now it turns out that it wasn't gone. You stole it. My time. I'll call Aveda Asher Yoimer for any Aveda, which you say, uh, any Aveda, any lost object that you say. Somebody gives his friend money to watch. The giving of a katan is not called anything, which means the halachas don't apply. The halachas of a shamer doesn't apply when the one giving over the money. Is a cotton mainly uh, This we're going to assume is when a, a cut on a miner gave it over to the watchman, and when the miner claims it, he's, he he hasn't yet grown into adulthood. What uh, adulthood? What happens if What about a case where you start? He gave it to him when he was a miner. Now he wants it back when he's fourteen years old. How do I know that the say also it's a different realm of halachas? Uh, to the judges, both of their words come, which means the giving of to the custodian, to the watchman, and that requesting it for the watchman has to be in the same state. And if it's true that a person who finds a lost object and then claims it was stolen is going to be obligated to uh, to take an oath and then. Uh, payback double to have in Kaveda. Why don't we say that when a cotton gives it over to a uh, a watchman, it's considered like the watchman found a lost object and give it that set of halachas. The watchman also ate it up when the guy when the the one who deposited it by him is still a cotton. What would be the halacha if the if the cotton became a gadol in the meantime and then the watchman used it up? It seems he's going to have to pay double. But you just said it has to be in the same realm. You have to be a minor throughout. It's not about, it's obviously not going to be about the age. It's going to be about that the depositing and the using up of it has to be in the same uh, state, which is either, which is going to have to be as a gadol. If one is given over, he's going to have to be an adult. Amar says to him, You're right. That's taka what it means. Ravashi says, No, like dummy, there's no question over here. It's not uh, the, the case of um, of a cotton giving over a deposit to a watchman is not similar to the case of a shaymer aveda of somebody who finds a lost object and loses it. Aveda bendas because when when um, I find something, it's entering my domain as an adult as a bendas. Somebody who has who has. Uh, uh, you know, has an adult mind, 
and therefore we're dealing with full competence over here. Vaha, but by the deposit of the kotam, like Asim Mikayach Bendas, it never came to an it never came into his possession from the power of a Bendas, and therefore says Ravashi, that's another possible reason why the halachas of a Shaymer Aveda, somebody finds a lost object, then claims that it was stolen, could have a different halacha than when a miner gives it over to the watchman who then also denies that it was ever given to him. Okay, we're going to hold it here for today. Have a wonderful Shabbos. We will pick up with the Amar of Chia Baraba. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. Chavar.